Hi everyone, uh, this is uh, DJ Honeycut, aka Boba Fat Da Booty Hunter. Um, my, my name is Patrick Skeen. Um, the uh, the perpetual rhyme machine, aka oh, um, Pip's kid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi everybody, this is McEnroe, aka Roddy Rod the Microphone God, aka Rod Bailey. And you've got um, the Peanuts and Corn Farm Fresh 25th Anniversary Podcast. We're going to do a little series of um, recordings to play some tracks for you to celebrate um, 25 years of, of rapping. 25 years? Is it really 25 years? Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. 25 years. I kept, I, I kept telling everyone it was 20. I was like, yeah, our 20th anniversary is coming up. <laughs> no, no. For months, I was saying that. 25. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 25th anniversary, to be clear. 25th anniversary of our first ever paid performance in an actual venue. And by paid, we made, what, 30 bucks? Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll get to all of that. So we're going to start at the start at the beginning. It's more than uh, I made like years and years and years later at times. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Probably the sum total if I made shows in Vancouver. But anyway, (laughs) Um, so we're going to get to that. We'll, um, you know, we uh, originally have some. I went back through the vaults and we had some tracks that we've been sitting on. um, You know, practice tapes, demos, things like that. um, Mostly from. uh, kind of a gift that uh, I made for for Pat and Tyler years ago, um, to sort of say, hey, here's here's everything we kind of ever did, and we were going to release it as just a you know either a release or just a link or something. But then we thought, why don't we just talk about it and have some fun with it? So thanks to our friends at UGS Mag, David, he's going to be po- hosting the podcast, and um, so we'll take you through all the history. We'll play the songs and have a little chat about them. Um, so we're going to start at the beginning. Um, shout out to Noise. Yeah, shout out to Noise. I'll start at the beginning. Um, so basically, I met uh, my man Tyler there in grade eight, and we became fast friends and started messing around with music. Um, shortly, you know, when I guess you know the first thing we're going to play is a track called Six Twenty Five at the first window. Um, but before we actually play it, do you have any idea, Tyler, when we recorded that and what we were doing? Yeah, I remember it was uh, grade uh, the eleventh grade. Uh, it would have been. Um, oh man! Uh, yeah, it was eleventh grade, so it was early nineteen ninety one. Um, it was, um, and I remember we were. I don't know why we were recording it. Um, why? Uh, what, what? What? We were just having fun, I guess. I don't know what we were. What? What the what the genesis of the idea was. We were just having fun. I think what uh, it was is that you ended up with an electric guitar. Somehow, an electric guitar came into your possession. <laughs> yeah. And then you decided to to play Sugar Sugar by the Archies. <laughs> and so I came over and you had a tape deck and I think we had a little, you had a little keyboard too or something. So, yeah. you know, we're it probably like- playing the wrong song off this because there's a recording of... You know, like the samba beat on on a on a little Yamaha or whatever Casio keyboard, like doom doot 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 
and then you just start wailing on the guitar and you drown out the beat and so you don't even hear the beat anymore and it's like you don't even follow the beat and then it's like sugar sugar and i don't know the lyrics and i think i sing sugar sugar or you sing it it's just horrendous <laughs> so that was when we decided and we're not playing that one that's that's the same yeah and then uh, and then there's your v- version i remember on, there's your version of, of of i think a song we called gold which is your version of uh, <laughs> america's horse with no name i think yeah it's also horrendous <laughs> sort of a sort of a Neil Young America sort of uh, saga folk folk seventy um, yeah. Americana folk song that Rod Rod did. That was another <laughs> one on the tape. And then um, there's a song called Thurston. Oh yeah, Thurston, our <laughs> tribute to Sonic Youth. Which is you just going nuts on the guitar. <laughs> You know, I never had a single lesson, too, so. <laughs> no and, shit. <laughs> yeah, so we're good buds, and then uh, and then we decided to take the show on the road, and we took the tape player we were recording all these great songs with in my <laughs> 1983 Honda Accord and went driving around, and only we switched to a different guitar, because obviously we didn't, we weren't able to take the electric guitar, so we took my junior acoustic guitar, and I think I drove and you played guitar, Mm-hmm. And we just drove around and recorded it all. And so the point of this is that we actually decided that the world needed to hear it. <laughs> and so we made about 40 or 50 copies of this tape and sold them at school for, I believe, a dollar each. We we sold them. Uh, we, we recorded them over top of my brother's tape collection. Yeah. <laughs> so like... So we spent, we used $500 of tapes, $500 retail of tapes to, to make $50. And so like everyone was personalized. Uh, I remember um, the, the only tape we had, uh, we had available was like that uh, fabric hockey tape. And so we would <laughs> take tape and put, you know, cover up what some of the stuff my brother would have like docking or YNT just stuff like that. I remember there was a Beach Boys tape that we we copied over, and then we would just put a piece of tape over where it said Beach Boys, and then we would just put a piece of hockey tape over top of that, and then when in pen we would write Rod and Tyler, I Don't Care, which is the name of the album. All right, so let's play this song, quote-unquote song, 625 at the first window. I'm hungry. I want something. To eat. I'm hungry. I want something to eat. I want wheat, bread, wheat, bread. Give it to me. The wheat. Find some cooked meat. Here we go. There we go. Um, I like a milkshake. And. Large fry. <laughs> what do you want? What flavor of milkshake would you like? Uh, chocolate. I want large Coke and uh, a grilled quarter pounder with cheese. Plain. Plain. Is that everything for you? Yeah. 625 in the first window. 
25 at the first window. Give me some money. Is that the end That's of the song? song. <laughs> we weren't. You know so, how many times we I listen to that song? I could almost. Uh, I could. I could. I could lip sync that shit on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I have. I have heard that song. I was so proud of you guys. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, this is so fucking cool. It was that bullshit was inspirational. To wow. <laughs> I listened to the shit out of that. I don't know what that says about any of us. Yeah, that poor woman at the window. I know, and we were so rude. <laughs> I didn't hear one, please. Yeah. What a nightmare. Anyway, so that's the beginning of uh, of our illustrious recording career. <laughs> you know, that would have been, you said grade 11, so I probably had my license uh, not that long. Dangerous. Dangerous driver. What... Um, you were you actually weren't. Tyler was. Uh, you were the one who drove with your headlights off because the cassette deck wouldn't work with in conjunction with it. You had to choose between headlights or cassette deck, and you would always choose cassette deck. Jungle Brothers are more important than <laughs> lights. <laughs> right. So we did this recording, and then we started a band called Post Office once we were friends with you, Pip. But all at the same time, you loved rap. So rap became part of what post office did and and uh and then what was next was basement productions when would that have been basement productions was the summer of 91 i remember that because we had borrowed borrowed a realistic mixer from joss matthews and joss was a year older than us so he was he went to Vincent Massey, and he was a year older than us, and he was graduating that summer, but he was not allowed to get his diploma until he returned. <laughs> he was, they weren't going to give him his diploma until he returned that mixer. <laughs> so he would always... He, he probably doesn't have a fucking grade 12 education. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least not on, he does, but not on paper he doesn't. He never, got, he never got the mixer back. So the basement production, is, that was with a guy named Chris Magicomo, or my God, that, do I have that mixed up? Yeah, that was with Chris Magicomo. Yeah. Which I allude to later in, in Farm Fresh. Uh, anyways, uh, the three of us were Basement pr- Productions, which was not the most, maybe in 1991, it was pretty groundbreaking. And base, base was all capitals, the rest was And base was lowercase. B-A-S-S. Right. Yeah. And then after that, so I wish we had a tape of that, if anybody has a tape of that, which is there's probably, you know, 20 out there somewhere, in, in, all in landfill. Yeah, we in that summer we recorded... We recorded one song that uh, that Patrick. I think don't even think Chris raps on it. I think it's just does Chris rap on that song? I don't. I, I'm not sure that Chris. I I don't have any memory of Chris ever recording. Right. He was too dumb to record. Yeah. <laughs> I just, we just have that one song that that I looped up. I did a pause tape and looped up. Probably the first pause. Tape, I guess it was maybe the first pause tape that we did um, was was this drum, which was just a loop of a Information Society. If anyone remembers Information Society, they had a a song called "Tell Me What's on Your Mind." They were on Tommy Boy, even though they were like a electro pop group. But uh, I had a, like a single of theirs that had this really hot remix on the B side. It was a really sort of 
hip-hop beat, and I just looped up one bar of that, and Pat rapped over it, and I scratched uh, something from an Aristocats record, and that was our first rap, our first rap song. Using your using your parents' record player with the pencil crayons jammed in the side because it was a shock mount. It was Brian Hayes. It was Brian oh, was Hayes' it? parents' <laughs> uh, record player. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those uh, family Fuck. wagon style with the wood paneling on the side. And that would be like a situation where it's just like we're at his house and it's like, hey, Brian, we're taking your record player. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Oh, Terrible. God. He'd like walk out in his socks as we're driving away in the Acadian. <laughs> so awful. Oh. <laughs> awful people. Yeah, so, at some point, I got involved. <laughs> I think uh, you got involved with the uh, the following. The fo- yeah, not too much afterwards. Uh, Patrick was in. Patrick was at this point going to a different school than us, and he was in a. What was your class that you had to take that you were doing? Psychology. Was it psychology? Psychology. Biology. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was like entrepreneurship. And, yeah. <laughs> and you did rapping for your, for your, uh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I believe it was entrepreneurship or something. Same, same teacher. And you had to do, so you decided to do a two song project. And so, um, at that there point. There were three on that tape though. <clears throat> there were? It was like, the, there were two rap songs and then Tyler, like scratching over the Miles Davis. Oh, I just looped up a soul to soul drum break. Yeah, or it was and, so and, fucked up. And played, put a Miles Davis song over top of it. Yeah. And it was not on beat or anything at all, but it sounded pretty cool to us. It was only 100% uh, mark I, I had ever received in school. Uh, and the tape was stolen off the teacher's desk and started being passed around, and people were, were dubbing it. Right, uh, so this would be the first. This is the first. So we're about to play a couple of the first songs that were done for this project, and they were uh, the first time the three of us worked together in this way. So we had been friends already at that point for years, but this is when we started actually making music. So um, let's play the first song. Uh, let's play same old thing, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Never had a pet dog, a pet cat Never liked my hockey stick or baseball bat Used to get good grades, but no more Ate a D minuses, dropped my scores Why ain't like the other kids? Ask my folks Ah, oh, shit, other kids are doing tokes I'm an individual, I like to think My clothes may be silly, but not bright pink So why is everybody coming down on me? Are they proud to be carbon copies? Where were you want to wear, not what you're told Do your best to be yourself, and please hold Yeah, I can tell Professor got you down I can tell Problems won't go away Yeah, I can tell Being a clone In a spell Drink big and dizzy And lose your sight You might get lucky And find yourself a fight I know I used to be the same Lame Call me a fag And cut me down How typical Stupid clown You're narrow-minded And you're weak Beer ads and swears You constantly repeat Prove to your friends That you're not a fag Come on, kick my ass And then brag Why is it you do What you do Not enough attention from mom when you grew did you hear who i was with the other day huh did you yeah pretty cool eh it's the same old thing as yesterday school days school days good old golden rule days 
feeling fine Never once do I step out of line Never call for, never ask When I walk in the door, I can't just flask Dang, I got a test today Probably cancel to listen to Ray Talk about the bike path Then I'm jetting, it's off to math Work unexplained but has to be done I was late, now I'm tired cause I had to run Come here, man, how come you're late? Uh, my ride broke his leg and I had to wait It was weak, but the teacher bought it So I return to my desk and sit And daydream, write lyrics Teach a lectures, but I don't hear it If my school had a bell Damn, it should've rang by now Class is over, go to my vet chair If Pete stole himself, my foot in his derriere Pretty good and I don't even take French Now if I could only get rid of the stench Cause my neighbors aren't proud to be In a locker right next to me But all of a sudden, Pat's came to the office Turns out I'm on the school drop list They wanted to know if I listened in class My marks at 40, did they have to ask? But school is out, now it's time to scoot I ride my bike against the wind to boot It's, it's the, the same, same old thing, thing as yesterday Another morning, wake up to mom's nag A day that will likely lag Pull on my pants and let them sag Mom yells get up, I could gag On a balloon if I tried to eat it My nose bugging me so I picked it Don't pick your nose and pull up your pants Enough is enough, time to take a stance Shut up mom and leave me alone I'm off to see that girl, Darcy Doan Not before you clean up your room It hasn't been clean since last June Leave it to a mom to exaggerate There's just no sense in trying to debate Kisola put it best when he said this your mom's in my business, she's in my business, it seems all moms are alike. I'm now 17 and I'm still treated like a tyke. Not trying to sound like Fresh Prince of Dish Mom, cause she's better than a stick of chewing gum, sweeter than a juicy plum. And she's definitely not a bottle of rum from Russia, Russia, Russia. Not done eating breakfast, she'll rush ya. How can you tell if your mom was a fake? If she didn't go to mom school and take courses and yelling and stretching the truth, lie about a fairy, give you money for a tooth. Don't get me wrong, my mom is great. This is an anti-mom or a song of hate. I really give my mom hot props. If there was a fourth verse, I'd bitch about cops. Same old thing as yesterday. Yesterday. It's the same old thing as yesterday. It's the same old thing as yesterday. It's the same old thing as yesterday. Playing that for my mom and her weird trucker boyfriend. Uh, hold on, hold on. You, all, all sixty-four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, three that, hot sixty-fours there. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Li- uh, listening back on some of these old songs, that you know, it's, it's a little cringe, smooth B, a little cringy sometimes. But but to me, to me that uh, that one's representative. I can I can live with that. I think uh, that song's strong for what it was. It, you had a total sense of who you were. You have some great lines. So we were just sort of talking during the song for all you kids at home who don't hear that. But, um, you know, that that song was completely written by, by Pip, by Pat, and uh, at a very young age, you know, in 1991. And obviously uh, um, <clears throat> uh, influenced by, I hear some like Smooth B or some Drez or something in there, but some great stuff, yeah, some good really good boy. lines. Uh yeah, even even the chorus, which which is which makes me makes me cringe a bit. Uh, um, 
that was my like the the way I do the chorus was was, was sort of like an maybe a bit of an intro to like me trying to find my humor and my like uh, my 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 way in the world. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, most of these songs we're going to go through over the over the next while. Like I, I I'm not going to feel. I'm happy with this song, and and uh, yeah, I, I, it was nice to like to look back and and realize that I had a brain, and you know, it's like I, I like what I like what we did with the the chorus on that song that we used the, the line from the police. Like obviously, if it's an obvious loop, it's the it's a King of Pain by the Police. Uh, it's an obvious sample that we use, but then I like how we. Use that one line where the where the key changes and and mm. uh, and uh, you can hear Rod Rod contributing in the background by yeah. <laughs> yelling, yelling yesterday and uh, and those drums are from we we took from the I guess that's another touchstone um, the De La Soul twelve inch of roller skating jam named Saturdays those are the ebony drum, ebony jam dramas from Tower of Power that. We got from the day of a soul twelve inch, so again that would have been you know spring, late spring ninety one when that twelve inch came out. I bought it right away. I remember buying it at from from Harry Chan at HMV and Eaton Place, and uh, and um, yeah, we used those drums and put and mixed it with the the police, and we came up with that. I thought that was a pretty. I I still like that 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 how how we used the line from that sting sings in that chorus and how rod yells in the background it's pretty funny to me yeah yeah Yeah, i like the the lines that stick out for me are not enough attention from mom when you grew love that always love that line we we quote that one i i quote that still quote that to this day i also quote (laughs) the russia 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 you're late for school rush every time i'm fucking late i just like russia 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 Always, it is just in my head forever. And that song was actually, you know, like that. You know, we didn't play that one live. I think in that form. Did we play that one live in that form? With the mm-hmm. with the sting and the police sample, it seemed like we evolved it. And by the time we we're actually playing live, we were doing it. It was too early. Yeah. I was I playing. Think- I know you played it live because I remember you used to go. Um, when you're saying, um. If my school had a bell, you used to go, fuck, it should have rang by now. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good tendency to name drop whatever girl you were dating. Oh, yeah, Darcy, uh, uh, Darcy Doan recorded in that song. It's, uh, shout out to Darcy Doan. What a, what a lovely, lovely person. That's right, because if we had the basement production one, you had the other line that said, Allison, Allison who? Which then you, that, which then you, uh, I never dated Allison. I was just obsessed with her. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. poor poor woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that, Allison. All right. Uh, so should we play the other song? That's from the same session. Um, maybe talk about the beat a little bit, Tyler, before because you remember. Do you remember making this beat? Or should we play yeah. it first? Let's play it first because I can't actually remember what drums we use. It's obviously drums from from another hip hop record. Yeah, your tribe called Quest Drums. All right, here we go. So let's play the other song from the award winning hundred percent project from Entrepreneurship nineteen ninety one, Vincent Massey High School. The song's called Liar Liar. I came from you know, behind the net. You know, I was I was telling you about 
before about how I brought brazers into Canada. Braziers. <laughs> the Dairy Queen brazers. Braziers. You know, because I don't like to stand outside eating my hamburgers. No, I don't like that. You don't I eat like, hamburgers. I like to sit inside and eat the... And I like to have fries and stuff with it. Now, maybe a blizzard, you know what I'm saying? So, Word. And those blizzards, those are those are crap. They say that's their idea. Hmm. I was like, back in the day, I was like making blizzards, you know? Did and you call they, them a blizzard? Yeah, man, I call them a blizzard. What, you call me a liar? Hell no. Better not be, you sucker. I'll ice you like I iced everyone else. I'm going to ice that Mr. Bakwa fella, too. Vanilla? Sucker. Me ever tell a lie, you're crazy Unless I had a really good reason, maybe I ain't get you no more but trouble and I'm not talking trouble with dice in a bubble I can tell you that I'm married Or that a UFO cut and buried me Can't you see that I've been lying But oh well, lie myself straight to hell Liar, liar, pants on fire Nose is longer than a telephone wire Liar, liar, pants on fire Nose is longer than a telephone wire You were eating dirt If it was you, see, I would've hid Cause you believe me And my fib and Tomosa is Ridiculous La la, pants on fire Nose is longer than a telephone wire I can tickle your tibia See my nose is glowing Cause my fibula did buy Stand back And get ready for my next lie Credibility <laughs> I have none So why did you believe me? You're dumb So come on and test me If you think you're that bright And if you are Then you're a liar's delight La la Pants on fire Your nose is longer Than a telephone wire La la Pants on fire Your nose is longer Than a telephone wire Lie to me Too, man. Jordan was at my house last night asking me advice for how to do a slam dunk. Get that? Special answer. Lie to me. 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 Lie
Ooh, that one's rough. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about your scratching first? You can actually hear. <laughs> I think when I put that record on, <clears throat> there's lots of things to be embarrassed about that song. For, for one, I'm scratching a Bill Cosby record. And I think when I put the record on, the record was probably, at the beginning of that song, the record's brand new. And by the end of the song, it's already <laughs> worn out from scratching because, because of the Brian Hay family wagon turntable that I was using. You probably had to put like 50 cents worth of nickels on the on the head to just keep it from skipping. Not, not just that, but like with uh, like those those types of t- needles that aren't really designed for scratching, every time you uh you you pull backwards on it, it actually acts like a shovel and digs digs into the vinyl <laughs> and actually like scoops vinyl out of the record. So each time you each time you back, you pull, you you do a pullback on on, on on with that type of turntable, you're actually just just destroying. So like that 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 record was ruined by by the end of the song, the record was was done already. And th- but those, yeah, those songs were done. Just play the song, and everyone does their part live. One take, no multi tracking, no nothing. And I guess we did one take because you know there's some problems with how the chorus is coming and things like that, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did. We we had no. Um, uh, we were Brandon's first rap group. We we. I mean, we had no. We had no mentors. We had no people to show us how to do this stuff. We just plow through, right? You. We weren't doing multiple takes or tracks, and and uh, I think that 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 sort of like excitement of just rolling through and recording, and you know, you're a teenager, so you're hyped. Um, wasn't even like let's write let's write our lie jokes in advance. It was just yeah, it was off just the of the, off the top of the head. Uh, um, uh, uh, so so with that, it, I mean, listening to that again for the first time in a long time, I'm I'm wait I'm like thirty uh, percent less embarrassed than I thought it would be. Oh, that's great. Plus, it's you got a hundred percent. So <laughs> always remember, you got a hundred percent. Um, <laughs> no one can take that from you, man. Unless it's not true. I never saw that actual grade. <laughs> I remember writing that on your couch in your in your parents' basement, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you vocal coaching me. Um, we went through. Uh, I wrote those lyrics, but you were you were a big part of that. You were. I would I would like show you shit, and you would you would give me advice and and. Uh, uh, I remember I, listening back to that song. I, I was transported into onto your your parents' couch downstairs, and <clears throat> how big of a uh, you know influence you were to me at that point. Where it's like, yeah, we, you helped me a lot with those lyrics. We understood in theory how it was all done, but we were just like basically, um, we we knew what we wanted to achieve. We just had no idea really how to how to do it, which is like why. I mean, these tapes, these are pause tapes, as you could probably hear listening to them. They're not, they're not produced with the samplers. They're produced with uh, pause. Yeah, tape decks. And another thing about that song is, you know, you, I seem to recall you being in a phase where you were really into lying. Like you were like, no, my thing right now is lying to people. Well, the the zebra line comes from like, 
Yeah, like 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 taking uh, these elaborate stories and seeing how far they would go, right? So then, um, I I'm, I didn't go to school for four days or something, and then I go into class and I'm like, yeah, sorry, I, I was I was I was in Winnipeg and I hit a zebra, and everyone's like, oh. and then I, I I tell this giant story about how a zebra escaped from the zoo and I hit it and. Uh, there was all this counseling and all this bullshit that had to happen, and like, the teacher was just like, "Okay, like I'll excuse you," and everyone's like coming up to me after, and uh, yeah. So then, you know, it's just that's right. You're keeping it real, even then. Isaac Asimov, up in, motherfucker. What did you just say? <laughs> said Isaac Asimov up in this motherfucker. Asimov. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so on that note, uh, Tyler was saying um, about the pause tapes, so we wanted to, sh to show you a little something, a little quick thing about what a pause tape is and how our workflow was back then. If anybody knows anything about producing hip-hop now, um, you know, 25 years ago, 27, 28 years ago, whatever this was, uh, we had exactly a mixer, just a little old disco mixer, a realistic disco mixer. From $99 from Radio Shack, we had um, my parents' turntable, which was a Techniques 2000 um, that you could sh adjust the pitch, but not nearly as much as a real Tech 1200. We had Brian Hayes' I still family have that wagon. Turn. What's that? I still have that turntable. I was wondering where it went, because I don't sell anything. I was wondering where that turntable was, so you have it. Still have it. It, play, it plays like... Um it plays like it drank too many drinks. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so we had so we had that turntable. That was the turntable I used to sample with. And then we had um, I had a tape deck. You had a double tape, a double cassette deck. Tyler, some kids aren't going to listen to this and not even know what a cassette is practically. But we had a double cassette deck, and um, Tyler would hook up a beat, and then I would put the beat in the in the cassette deck, play the beat, and then play the record at the same time into another cassette deck. And then give that tape to Tyler, and he would use, make what's called a pause tape. So let's play um, first. Uh, so what Tyler would do is he would send or compile a bunch of just drum beats. And um, so let's play just the drum beat that we would do this next uh, song with. This is a loop of a main source, a set of drums from a main source album from Breaking Atoms. And this is Tyler looping it. If you listen closely, you could hear the little glitches and pops and stuff like that. Pretty good. So, pretty good. So dope drums. You can hear the little imperfections and the little mistimes and things like that from having to, you know, use two tape decks side by side and rewind to that exact spot, press pause at the exact time, and then hit record on both on one deck and pause on the other just for the exact amount of time and then pausing again uh, is a lot of work. Um, and so then what would happen is we would make another snippet to... <laughs> adding another adding a record to those drums and then loop that so here's another little snippet of a song that we started um with a with those same drums and a nina simone record to give you an idea of what kind of sound we were doing back in 91 92 some 
And that's it. Then we would hook it up, and um, and Tyler would would loop it onto cassette, and then we would uh, and then we would record the song. That was basically it. And so we would get pretty. It would be it would be um, you know like you can hear in the liar liar song and the same old thing song. I said I was on the source tape as you would call it, the tape deck that the tape that just had the the the, the raw elements on it. I would we would sort of have these sort different source elements like the sample without drums and the and then in the case of the same old thing I would have that chorus part and so then I could actually just go back record record loop 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 and then when it was time to change the arrangement I would go find the other part on the source tape and then cue that up and then unpause it so it was basically making a, arranging the song just by having different elements on the source tape, having the drums with no sample, having the sample with no drums, having the drums over the sample. Um, <clears throat> it was just a way of... Yeah, it was... We got to the point where we were, like, looking... We were shopping for good pot, uh, good tape decks that had good, you know... I remember going to, like, Crazy Crazy or Advance or whatever those some of those places were in, in Winnipeg at the time, and, like shopping with by 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 whether the pause you know one of the things i would check was like were the pause buttons close enough that i could unpause with one hand or were the pause buttons what was the what was the action like on the pause button you know like it was it was important for us to have good pot good tape dual tape decks to, to pause yeah i said uh, uh, when i'm in thrift store still to this day which uh, i go constantly with my partner i that's one thing I'm always like. I always scope for the pause, but uh, the tape decks that just pull like you can just push in very gently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're harder and harder to find. So um, once, so once, uh, so once that tape um, of Patrick rapping the liar liar tape with um, same old thing happened. I think we decided after that once once you got a hundred percent, it's like this thing's on. Whoa, and we got to be a rap group. <laughs> It had it been an A minus or maybe a B plus, we would have been. We might you know, not be. We not might not be talking to you friend. today. But it got a hundred percent. So people wanted to hear more. So, so we got to work. We went back to the lab, and uh, at this point, so so we certainly didn't have a name when we did those songs. Um. No. I'm a little fuzzy on when we decided to have a name. So the next song we have to talk about is called Celine Dion, um, which was a song that we did. Sh- I don't know exactly how how much later. Do you have any idea, Tyler? I mean, it's in '92 at some point. Um, we should listen right. to the song, even though it's, it's. This is another song that we recorded at my house. Sort of the same sort of thing. Um, let's listen to the song. It's called Celine Dion. Maybe we'll even, I don't even know if we talk about our name in the song, like if we name check ourselves in it or not. So I don't know if we had a name at this point. That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. So let's listen to the song. You got it going on. You got it going on. 
you got it going on, like Celine Dion. You got it going on, you got it going on, you got it going on, like Celine Dion. Can I get a hand for this one? A hand with four fingers and one thumb. So I can grip the mic like Bob Barker. I'm smooth with the ladies, like Peter Parker. I come off like a hat in a restaurant with a side order. Oh, I roll like a mean old roller bowler ball until I relax and drink a Craig Moncolio. I'm in the back, no slackjack, like a caboose. Drinkity drink, mmm, orange juice. I could tie a loose snooze around a moose. Think I won't? I would like spooks. I'm tougher than the pancakes I cook. You see, I'm harder than a hardcover book, sharper than a fishing hook. I We'll take twice your look. What's going on? You got it going on. You got it going on. Like Celine Dion. You look like Gabe Carter, so I'll welcome you back. Get nimble to the rhythm and jump like Jack Tripper. You had a friend named Larry Soul. Move to the sound of your stereo as it goes boom, boom, like Washington. If I was a dad, I'd be the number one in the world or even in the universe. Get paid even though it's from my mom's purse. Rehearse, I don't, I do it first try. Just like Colt Seaver, the fall guy. Well, I'll try my best, but rapping is not for me. You spend too much time in front of your TV. 22-3 at Robin's Donuts. Nuts. Hanging out there after a punk show. Yep. Ears are still ringing because the music's loud. Had to get away from the wannabe crowd. You got it going on, you got it going on, like Celine Dion. You got it going on, you got it going on, you got it going on, like Celine Dion. This rum flows easy cause I'm casual, sporting fat fat jeans in a capital, for cotton spot, a Volvo. Hmm, so what you know? What do you wait to be a kid and play? Imitating dancers on a Thursday night On a high school dance Wearing clocks around your neck and hammer pants Don't mess with me or I'll burk in your bum Not Patrick Riley, I have no need for a tub I drink Gatorade and you ask why? I don't have to explain this to you now, do I? I'm out playing basketball way too late So then I become Jim English bait Hey, don't be a heel, cause I don't need a band meal Like a fish, I'll bring you in with my reel And watch your head or you'll catch it in a banister No, I'm not Tina Turner, I'm not your private dancer Yellow makes green with blue I'm fresh like Ziploc, so F you I got it going on, I got it going on You got it going on, like Celine Dion We got it going on, we got it going on We got it going on, like Celine Dion We got it going on, we got it going on We got it going on, we got it going on You got it going on, you got it going on You got it going on, like Celine Dion Yo, yo, who's got it going on? Ben from Soul Lake's got it going on Who's got it going on? Jason from Show Lake's got it going on. Who, who else has got it going on? Me. Everyone's <laughs> got it going on. Marcel Dion has got it going on. What's going on, like Marcel Dion? Who's got a furniture sale? That no sense event, Leon. He's got it going on. Got it going Yo, on. word. I hear you. Like that. Oh, yeah. Give a slice of cake. Breon doesn't got it going on. Bad for the environment. Neon, you got it going on. <laughs> Neon doesn't got it going on. We should have kept all of those on the album version. We should have kept all of those <laughs> those uh, albums at the end with the what album Shut version? <laughs> what? Freon doesn't got it going on. I like that. No sentiment, Leon. Yeah. He's got it going on. You know, we were we 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 had some early supporters with the <clears throat> with the the boys from from Shoal Lake. You know. Sholake, the Sholake guys. Oh, yeah, they they were, got the, I remember they got the shout out. They were in the room when we recorded, I believe. That's why they got the shout out. So maybe we did record it at your place and they're hanging out in your basement.
I still I still see Jason from Shellac around, and and uh, he he's, he's a very supportive guy. And Terry, uh, Terry too. Uh, oh, you see Terry yeah, What's that? You see Terry around? Yeah, Terry works at the mm-hmm. Sherbrooke Street Deli. Yeah, super nice guy. And if uh, um, if you could see pictures of of the very first Farm Fresh show, um, you can see Terry dancing away in a wig in the front <laughs> front row of yeah. that of, of that show. <laughs> at any rate, um, yeah, Celine Dion. That's obviously that's a, a tape a pause tape again um, using a, a Doors sample with some drums that I took from. Uh, UMC's um, 12 inch, um, Blue Cheese 12 inch. Um, so there were some open, you know, we were just desperate for open drums wherever we could find them. So we would often jack them from from hip hop 12 inches. So De La Soul or Tribe Called Quest or in this case UMC's, we would just find open drums um, because we sort of had to, we had to have, and they had to be enough, they had to be long enough because you were, if you we were, mixing these two songs together you had to have like if you were mixing a two bar loop you had to make sure you had at least four bars because you just had to like push them push them together and make sure they fit and then you recorded that and then you used those uh use that on your source tape to make the pause tape so we were just desperate for drums where we could find them and that's where we found them off in his own hip- yeah it was hip-hop always hip-hop. hip-hop 12 inches that like yeah. i don't think we got any drums early on from anything but yeah and and you Tyler had the by far the best rap verse on that that song. Oh yeah, I rap on that song. I rap on that song. So so you rap your your the verse that you rap. Uh, it, you you wrote like the first four so many lines, and then all the really bad lines afterwards are mine. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> like the the hat. Hang like the hat to all that, but whatever, Peter Parker, all that, that, that shit was yours. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, and roll, then I like take a mean old roll a bowl of ball until I relax and drink a Craig Montcoli. All Craig Montcoli, of course, was the Safeway brand of soda pop that that was their brand of no name soda pop, Craig Montcoli. That was our yeah. brand, man. Yeah, we <laughs> used to, I think we handed it out at shows. And why did we, oh. why were we so into Craig Montcoli? Was it because that's what your mom bought, and that was what it was we, always in the fridge, that was in the my, fridge downstairs. In the but my, I like the I like uh, I like that verse set that I rap that go boom boom as it goes boom boom like Washington, which is a reference to boom boom Washington from Welcome Back Cotter. If I was a dad, it'd be number one, referencing the number one dad mugs in in the world or universe. I'm getting paid even though it's from my mom's purse. So I mean, like dope line, dope lines. Those, those are dope lines. Yeah. They are, and 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 you you always you always uh, said you didn't want to rap. Uh, no, you guys said I I can't rap. You guys said, "Oh, so I that's, remember that." Do you remember that, Rod? <laughs> no, I just no. that's some bullshit. Uh, you always said you didn't want to rap because you had a Muppet voice, yeah. but now going back on this, you had the dopest voice. Rod and I sounded like like uh, like little. Uh, we sound like fucking tadpoles. You, you sound pretty you smooth. Have the Pardon me. You sound pretty smooth. I think smooth, you're, smooth B. <laughs> you're pretty smooth. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I um, mean, you're you're three songs. I'm pretty cringe worthy. Three songs deep in at this point, man. You're you're on season. I think at this point, I'm I'm but, definitely. But this is the pretty first, far behind. This is the first time we hear Rod rap. Yeah, this is McEnroe's. Um, and you must have wrote those, right, Rod? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
And 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 if for those people who maybe have a a recording of Celine Dion that they might have ripped from the TV appearance, uh, obviously those lyrics are not the same as the right the, the final version of Celine Dion. If there is such a thing as the final version, um, so that's like the that's a little bit of working. I'm just working. not sure. So so we were talking um, the about you know how you made the beat and then I played the bass on it, but unfortunately it's out of tune. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, and I don't know. Like, uh, did we fix it for when we went on TV later? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. Yeah. We just again. We just you. That was the first time you had your your uh, your man base from from post office days and from you know. Yeah, I bought it from somebody from Matthias Roost. It had a sticker. Yeah. From <laughs> from uh, yeah from. Um, I thought you bought it from Justin Hayes. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you had a bass and you played bass and uh, you played bass on that song. But but then um, it turned out, as in, in retrospect, that you you were playing like a semitone. I, I was not doing it right. Off. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's the, that's the early version of Celine Dion. Um, and of course, we never did record officially record Celine Dion. It was it was uh, oh, yet it's a big hit. It was a big hit, but. We never officially recorded it. No, by the time we got around to recording, uh, we just couldn't stomach the song anymore. We couldn't do it. No, it, it was it had a played out. You know, it, eighteen months later, whenever we actually recorded, two years later when we recorded the Space EP, it was like that song was well out of the rotation. Um, so then we got one more song for you guys to to listen to tonight, and then we're going to call it, and um, we'll come back in a couple weeks and play some more songs but this song is still in that early stage but this is probably <clears throat> again i don't we don't know when we, we recorded Celine Dion it might have been around the summer of 92 yeah um it was before our first show which was january 93 um so it was yeah, probably the summer of 92 when everyone was we recorded it before you moved away and you moved away in the summer of yeah i went away to university in in uh, september 92 um, so this is another song recorded around the same time when one night, you know, we had nothing to do in Brandon and we decided to go record, uh, to drive Tyler's Acadian out to the middle of, um, 18th street, which is the middle of town and <clears throat> pull up in a, in a parking lot and, um, and record some songs. Um, and I think we had just been listening to check your head or something because we decided to take the mic and put it through, um, a distortion pedal to get that check um so what you want sound on the vocals and uh so let's listen to this song this is pop the lid maybe you'll know where the sample's from here it is Good job, 
what's it on the song for? <laughs> what happened in the original version or the other version? What's that? Of Pop the Lid. What, what, the other version of Pop the Lid, what happens? Um, it's it more like Tyler amalgamating good verses and... and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but the, third, the, the, the start of your third verse is the, is the gonna pop the lid and raise hell. Gargamel had a cat named Azrael. <laughs> I think is how the uh, those are fucking good lyrics. That's you. Yeah, you, see, you would take you would take my lyrics and you'd use one in you know one out of like if I wrote twenty lines you you take one of them. It was all good. It was good. That's what editing is, right? Even today, like Gargamel had a cat. That shit flies for me, man. So why so good? Why didn't I take your line about playing volleyball and just hitting the stucco and eating right in the fridge and eating play doh? I wonder why those lines didn't. didn't yeah, I uh, can't imagine. <laughs> and again, another shout out to uh, uh, Dom, uh, D- uh, Dominique Blanchard. There, that's a, that's another uh, Michelle Blanchard as well. But uh, Dominique, of course, also makes an appearance later in a in a Rod ba- Bailey verse in the Duck Duck. That's right. verse. Right. Uh, so yeah, that was that's an original version of Pop the Lid, um, and we were just talking about how the first verse was very, um, you know, like a rap verse, and then the second two verses were early stuff that I wrote, which were more about what we were doing hanging out that particular time. You know, we'd hang out at our friend Michelle and Dominique's house. You know, we'd be there all night, basically, just watching TV and eating food and you know, screwing around. I don't know what we were doing. Eating Play-Doh. Eating Play-Doh. <laughs> knocking down stucco. Um, and but that, so, first ver- that first verse, again, is all is written by me, the Bam Bam Bigelow. I think that's all all my, my stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. But then we split up. I rap again. Again, I'm rapping on this, but... And then Pat raps some of the verse, but... but I think the idea was that Pat was going to rap the whole thing, but he couldn't hear the beat, so then you just jumped in. Oh, I see. I'm and just ended up doing the whole thing, but it was like a practice. It's just a practice. I'm like, you're fucking up my work. That's right. <laughs> this will not stand. Oh, which was essentially. If you're going to rap my lyrics, do them right. Which is essentially just Farm Fresh's like, legacy. <laughs> hey, how does my verse start? <laughs> <laughs> when do I start? When do I go? <laughs> yeah, and so I was, we were also saying during the song that um, when, you know, I mentioned before the song played, we had. A, a Beastie Boys influence going on at that time, and in fact, we sampled uh, "Pass the Mic" by the Beastie Boys for the for those, those drums. drums Pulling from the, the "Pass the Mic" twelve inch, yeah. So, if it's the summer '92, "Pass the Mic" would have that twelve inch would have came out a couple months earlier, and, and uh, I, I bought it and some open drums there on the "Pass the Mic" twelve uh, inch version, and found an obscure group called the the Beatles and <laughs> dug deep into their dug, dug deep into their catalog and plucked a rarely heard plucked a song rare loop. come together yeah rare groove <laughs> and uh yeah we we just couldn't actually we couldn't figure out how the chorus I think yeah I think each each time we do the chorus on that song it's the flow is different. I think we weren't quite yeah. sure. We were still workshopping the song. We went <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Pop the lid, y'all. We're farm fresh, y'all. Or is it pop the lid, we're farm fresh, y'all? Yeah, um, and then we didn't and then we didn't have the nice little uh tail end part where pop the lid to see how fresh we can get. I think that Curtis Workington is the only living human who knows how this chorus goes. 
<laughs> Why Curtis Washington? Uh, he, I mean, he must have created one off of like off of mushrooms and other things. <laughs> so at this point, we're clearly farm fresh. So we've come up with a name. What were some other name options we were talking about? That wasn't the only one. What, where did Farm Fresh come from? Gee, I don't know. I have no memory of that. Yeah, I don't know how it became how we became Farm Fresh. I remember talking about being like the the modern hip hop trio or something, like trying to do a modern jazz quartet <laughs> takeoff. Right. And then and then I think I think you came up with it, Tyler. I want to say I certainly wasn't me. So it was one of you two, but it seems to me you just said, why don't we call ourselves Farm Fresh? I went grocery shopping and saw it up on the wall above the above the, the eggs section or something. I don't really remember how it, how it came about, but it seemed uh, apropos, I guess. I would have called us like Dirty Dish Cloth or something. Definitely not me. No, you would have. <laughs> at that time, you would have. Yeah, who knows? So that's the summer of 92, and we had still not played a fir- our first show. Although I do remember before I left for school, playing a show in your basement to a few people, playing like a little set and doing some of those songs with uh, an ironing board as a DJ stand. I remember that. My DJ stand was, yeah, the, the Brian Hayes' parents. <laughs> uh, um. It wasn't even your ironing board, it was Brian Hayes. <laughs> and to go pick it up. <laughs> you probably had to bring it over. It probably said, Brian, Brian don't come here unless you bring that iron. Drive to the East End to get it. If, if, if it Brian Hayes' parents' turntable, so it was, it was, it was the only one that was gonna, that was gonna be the right size for. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks, Brian. Shout out to Brian Hay. Let me just let me say this, and you know, we tease Brian, we tease Brian very much, and but you know, Brian Hay put me onto like here's some of the artists that Brian Hay put me onto: Sonic Youth, yep, and Codeine, Pharaoh Saunders, like the Pixies, like Brian Nirvana. was like he just put us onto all sorts of stuff, and like Fugazi, you know, I think I think he put me onto Fugazi. He, I don't know where he was finding maybe Brave New Ways or something, but like you talking about Brian Hay, yeah. Oh yeah, Brian, Brian, Brian put me up on uh, my life with a thrill kill cult, and not just not just music. I mean, uh, Brian was hanging out. Brian was hanging out with William S. Burroughs, and yeah, Brian was hanging out with like like um, Brandon's really underground and, and inclusive like gay community, and so I would go and hang out with these him and these weird old guys and they had these incredible record collections and we would smoke weed and listen to Art Ensemble of Chicago and and uh, I was introduced to so much really cool literature and all this amazing music yeah. but at the time we just just stole his turntables and <laughs> ironing boards uh, Brian but, also uh, played guitar with us and with he was in post office as a guitarist and I played, you know, when I played bass, I played with Brian quite a bit. He was a good friend of ours. Yeah. Well, that's probably the first episode, guys. Ah, I, I had a lot of fun <laughs> listening to those songs. I hope uh, uh, it's hard to have any sort of perspective on whether people will enjoy listening to that stuff or not. But I think uh, I certainly had fun listening to it. And I think it's I think it'll be fun for other people to listen to. I hope. 
Yeah, we have a, uh, another 23 episodes. <laughs> In all seriousness, we feel like we probably have another five episodes. So our next episode would be um, another set of tapes that uh, we've dug out of the vault, which would be were recorded as a practice session uh, before our first gig. So we, we decided to do this thing again to remind you, because it is our 25th anniversary of Farm Fresh since our first show on January 30th. Um, uh, 1993 we played our first show so our next episode we're going to get into the our practice session and our all our new songs that we wrote for that first show to play with uh red fisher and meat rack in 1993 so thanks a lot guys for joining us and um say goodbye boys so long thanks for listening thanks to yeah. ugs meg again for hosting this podcast and we'll see you in a couple weeks how's that sound Word. Sounds awful. <laughs>